Well, I know it's Thanksgiving week, and we want to focus on being grateful. Yeah, it's been a challenging year, no doubt about it. But I know, like you, I have many things for which to be grateful. Things that have kind of come along anyway. Maybe things we saw for the first time. Maybe things we accidentally bumped into because circumstances were not of our choosing. So in the middle of this, I also want to give you a gentle challenge, and that is, where did you stop dreaming this year? Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, we're going to be taking care of business, but we're going to do it in a little different way this week. I want to share a couple short stories with you and kind of just reflect on this year and ways that we can continue to be grateful, ways that we can take the initiative and in moving ahead. So I want to address a couple of things like, are you looking for security or freedom? Those may be in opposition. Are you thinking like a turkey or an eagle? I'm going to give you 10 traits about eagles, and I want you to identify which of those describe you. And then I'm going to end with a short story about how my prized bronze eagle came to life. You've heard me talk about the bronze eagle just outside my office window. Well, I've had interesting changes in that recently. I want to share with you something that kind of came to me as a principle as a result of the changes there. Our quotation is just kind of a summation of the first story that I'm going to tell you here. And that is simply, when you give up the challenges of life in pursuit of security, you will likely give up your freedom. Here's a story that captures that. Now, this story is one I've told many times over the years. You've probably heard it before, but I want to just remind you of it. Not original with me. I don't know. remember where I got the original pieces of it. I've modified it some over the year. Hope you enjoy it. Once upon a time in the long, long ago, the eagle and the turkey were very good friends. Everywhere they went, these friends went together. It was not uncommon for people to look up and see the eagle and the turkey flying side by side through the air. One day while flying, the turkey said to the eagle, let's drop down and get a bite to eat. My stomach is growling. Sounds like a good idea to me, replied the eagle. So the two birds glided down to earth, saw several animals eating, and decided to join them. They landed next to the cow. The cow was busy eating corn, but noticed that the eagle and the turkey were soon sitting on the ground next to her. Welcome, said the cow. Help yourself to all the corn you want. Well, this took the two birds by surprise. They were not accustomed to having other animals share their food quite so readily. Why are you willing to share your corn with us? Asked the eagle. Well, we have plenty to eat here. Mr. Farmer gives us all we want, replied the cow. Well, with that invitation, the eagle and the turkey jumped in and ate their fill. When they finished, the turkey asked more about this Mr. Farmer. Well, said the cow, he grows all our food. We don't have to work at all for the food we get. You mean, said the turkey, that Mr. Farmer simply gives you all you want to eat? That's right, said the cow. Not only that, but he gives us a place to live. The turkey and the eagle were shocked. They had never heard of such a thing. They always had to search for food and work for shelter. When it came time to leave, 
The turkey and the eagle began to discuss the situation. Maybe we should just stay here, said the turkey. We can have all the food we want without working. And that barn over there sure beats those nests we've been working so hard to build. Besides, I'm getting tired of always having to work for a living. Well, I don't know about this, said the eagle. It sounds too good to be true. I find it hard to believe that one can get something for nothing. Besides, I kind of like flying high and free through the air. And providing for food and shelter isn't so bad. In fact, I find it quite challenging. Well, the turkey thought it over and decided to stay where there was free food and shelter. But the eagle decided that he loved his freedom too much to give it up. And he enjoyed the consistent challenge of making his own living. So after saying goodbye to his old friend, the turkey, the eagle set sail for the unknown adventure. Well, everything went pretty well for the turkey. He ate all he wanted. He never worked. He grew fat and lazy. But then one day he heard the farmer's wife mention that Thanksgiving was coming in the next few days and it would be nice to have roast turkey for dinner. Hearing that, the turkey decided maybe it was time to check out and rejoin his good friend, Mr. Eagle. But when he attempted to fly, he found that he had grown too fat and lazy. Instead of being able to fly, he could only flutter. So on Thanksgiving Day, the farmer's family sat down to roast turkey. Well, thus, what I opened with, when you give up the challenges of life in pursuit of security, you may give up your freedom as well. Now, I don't talk a whole lot about the reasons that I'm drawn to the eagle. It's been a symbol that I've admired for years and years and years. You know, it's a big and powerful bird. Certainly it's that. But it's more than that. I mean, to the American eagle, or the American Indians, rather, the eagle is the most revered of all animals because it serves as a messenger between man and God. And it symbolizes the freedom that arises when one is deeply connected to the divine. I mean, in the Christian faith, the eagle represents the flight of the soul to heaven. So I've always seen that. I mean, I'm inspired when I see an eagle. I immediately feel that connection to God, and I expect to tap into that supernatural wisdom that's represented with the eagle. So I've used that terminology for a very long time, years and years ago. Dave Ramsey and I started a little group, our own little mastermind. We each invited five other guys, so we had 12, 12 people in there, did that for 14 years, and we called it the Eagles inspired me. As you know, I've moved on beyond that. We now have the 48 Days Eagles community. My mastermind is called the Eaglepreneurs. So I use the symbolism a lot. Now here's some of the concepts that define the eagle. And yes, I am writing a book on this tentatively titled Eagle Hearts in a Chicken World. Maybe I ought to change that to turkey. But anyway, making the contrast. But here's some of the characteristics that I admire about eagles. Number one, and you can identify which of these really identify you. Gracious autonomy. This is not an arrogant self-centeredness, but a comfortable willingness to go alone if necessary. Well, I'm just going to give you a brief definition. I've got lengthy definitions as I'm writing and researching. Number two is compassionate leadership. A pair of eagles remain together until one of them dies. The bond between the birds is constantly strengthened by courtship. They sing together, soar together, perform acrobatic feats with talons locked together. Leadership is established and maintained through compassion, not through intimidation. 
Well, number three, supernatural vision. The eagle's ability to see detail at a distance is extraordinary. I'm going to give you another example of that here in a little bit in my closing story. Its eyesight is four to eight times sharper than a human's. While we may not be able to increase our physical eyesight, we can increase our ability to see things in new and different ways. Well, number four, perpetual regeneration. We're told that the ego is constantly renewing itself, pulls out old feathers, gets rid of oil and dirt, things that are cracked and worn, always helping itself regenerate. Number five, constant growth. I mean, the eagles are able to soar above the rest of the world. They could easily become content unfocused and lazy. And yet they instinctively realize that in order to maintain pure survival, they must be aware and take the initiative for new methods, strategies, and information. There's ever been a time when we've been challenged to do the same. It's been this year, 2020, constant growth. If we aren't growing, we're going to get sucked into circumstances that are around us and pulled down into the negativity. Well, number six, expansive focus. Eagles watch until their prey is too far from its cover, and then they dive in for the capture. Well, number seven, patient persistence. When an eagle egg is ready to hatch, the chick taps away for a day or so with a pointed lump called an egg tooth on top of its beak and cheeps, perhaps alerting its mother. Finally, it makes a crack or hole in the shell. After about another day of tapping, it breaks out. The process can take up to three days. And yet, you know, the mother doesn't help it. It allows that little egg to start that process of persistence that early. Well, number eight, cautious creativity. I mean, the nest of an eagle is a pretty amazing structure. A new nest is an average of two feet deep and five feet across. The eagle couple cooperate in nest building, the male bringing the material, the female arranging it. Male will fly, fly up to 200 miles away to find strands of the thorn bush, then use them to interlock in the nest. It just goes on and on and on. The creative process of building that nest is amazing to watch and understand. Well, number nine, innovative action. When storms approach with wind and thunder and lightning, lesser fowl head for cover, but the mighty eagle spreads its wings and with a great cry mounts upon the very winds which drive the lesser to cover. Now that's a pretty interesting characteristic. Storms, where everybody else is heading for cover, the eagle goes higher, higher and higher, till he's above the storms. It's a pretty interesting metaphor for us. And number 10, to round it out, audacious faith. As I mentioned, in both the Hebrew and Christian faith, the eagle represents the flight of the soul to heaven. That symbol of faith, the connection with the seen and the unseen. With any growth or change, there comes the inevitable time when a step of faith is required. I mean, there's that, I'm reminded of that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where Harrison Ford comes to that bottomless chasm. And yet he knows that he had followed the right steps to get to that point. He knows he's on the right path. And yet, how is he going to get across that chasm? And of course, with heart pounding and sweat beads breaking out all over his forehead, he closed his eyes to numb the uncertainty and stepped out. He stepped out into what looked like a bottomless pit. And yet the path appeared, if you remember that scene from the movie. Well, you know, these qualities that I'm talking about here, the qualities of the ego uh, can't be identified by age, experience, intelligence, or education. 
It's what's going on inside that counts. Winning and excellence are the results of an inner process. These characteristics can be assimilated and called on for strength and guidance in our road to success. I mean, they're already there, embedded in us by God. So we, like the eagle, simply need to seize what is within us already and live accordingly. Remember the story from Wizard of Oz. I mean, the the tin man didn't need a, a heart or courage. You know, he, he had courage all along. He just didn't know it was there. He had to have somebody else affirm that for him, and sometimes we need to do the same. But as we talk about eagles in the 40 Days Eagles community, again, can't be identified by age, experience, intelligence, or education. It's very much by mindset. We talk about that a lot. It's what's inside that counts. Well, those are the characteristics I hope you identified with. Many, if not all of those, and again, I'm developing some more content to kind of flesh that out, give us more information on those. Well, just a quick reminder here. Typically, I'm answering questions, taking a break from that this week. I'm going to make this a short and sweet Thanksgiving edition. We'll be back to questions next week. If you got a question, please feel free to shoot that into me. The easiest way is just send me an email at askdan at 48days.com. Again, just shoot an email to askdan at 48days.com. We'll get that in a rotation for upcoming weeks. I had an interesting experience just real recently. Now, most of you know that I've, I've been pretty open about the fact that Joanna and I just recently moved. So in Tennessee, at the sanctuary, which many of you have visited over the years for all the fun times we had there, I really had the ideal office set up. I worked in one room in that old converted barn that we called the sanctuary. I had brought in an interior designer actually a feng shui specialist to help these select the warm, dark wood colors and the matching walls and rugs. I was real intentional about positioning the desk. So it was a perfect position. I could see somebody walk in the door. I had a light behind me and my computer just off to the right-hand side. And if I glanced to the left, I could see out my window, see the flowers and that bronze sculpted eagle mounted on a stone boulder. I mean, Scott Stearman, internationally known sculptor, had come to the sanctuary, spent one of the events there. He came there with one of the events we called Innovate, uh, spent some time with me to capture the feeling I wanted in that eagle, and he had created a powerful image with the eagle just coming off a branch. Its momentum was too far forward to remain on that branch. I love that kind of symbolism. It had to get in the game. It was committed to flight. So we called it the launch. And we produced then small replicas with an inscription that said, dream, plan, and act. So from where I sat in my office, and we, we named it Athena, which is goddess of wisdom. From where I sat in my office, I could see Athena sitting on that boulder. And it would inspire me to dream, plan, and act. I mean, just imagining that eagle actually taking flight gave me the motivation to write to speak and coach with passion and anticipation every day of a meaningful day and a meaningful life. Well, then we moved to Florida and left all that behind. And I really did. I mean, I grieved the idea of having to settle for just a room in a house to make it a functional office space. And I really struggled with the idea of losing the inspiration of that special space 
where I can look out there and see that eagle. And that special space where I wrote a New York Times bestselling book, followed by several more books that drove the ongoing success of our business. But times change, and Joanna and I agreed that it was time for a new season of exploration and adventure. You know, remember the movie a few years ago, As Good As It Gets, Jack Nicholson. It was uh, sad but funny, but he was an obsessive-compulsive author who functioned poorly, but he had established some kind of routines to survive. But at one point in the movie, he rushed into his therapist's office, just demanding to see him, and then was told he needed to make an appointment. And he turned around to the other people in the waiting room, also at the psychiatrist's office, and he said, what if this is as good as it gets? What if this is as good as it gets? Have you ever thought that? Now, well, Jack Nicholson said it in a way to justify things not being great. In my own life, there have been times when I just couldn't imagine things getting any better. I mean, how could things possibly improve over the, the bliss, the life I get to live already? I mean, I've really thought that many times. But with that then, why would I ever consider walking away from the things that are bringing me joy and meaning? So when we moved into the new house that we now have in Florida, I transformed the existing office here immediately. I had all the bookcases and all the woodwork changed from the original raw wood to a light, modern, whitewashed finish, very different than what I had in Tennessee. I mean, the walls are painted a light dove gray. I brought in only a couple hundred books from my previous library, carefully arranged them here so I can easily reference them. And yes, you know, I have to admit, I do enjoy the new surroundings, the light colors, the constant Florida sunshine. It's pretty nice. So the environment, while very different, it does seem conducive to my thinking and writing. But I still missed that bronze eagle that was just outside my office. We were going to bring it down here to Florida, but we decided against that, and we donated it to a counseling center called the Refuge Center there in Franklin, Tennessee, so that I can continue to inspire people there who are going through their own transformational life experiences. But just a few days ago, I was sitting here in our new house at my desk, beginning my day, when just glancing out the double office doors across our lawn to where it meets the lake, I saw a magnificent bird circling. Well, yeah, I got up and walked out. I actually walked out into our backyard, and it was, in fact, an eagle circling. I walked out the door. The eagle kept circling lower and lower. There's a, a small lake just off the edge of our backyard. And here that eagle kept circling, circled, circle, circle, just magnificent to watch. And ultimately, boom, made his dive just like you imagine, just like you see in the famous pictures. He dove down, came up with probably about an 18-inch fish. And instead of just continuing his flight off to Never Never Land, he came right up into our yard. I mean, just a few steps from where I was standing as it then began its morning breakfast. I mean, I was blown away just watching this. But here's the deal. Rather than looking at an inanimate sculpture, I was looking at the real thing, displaying the very attributes I had envisioned, dream, plan, 
and act. Well, since then, I've seen eagles almost every day. And I've now discovered Florida has the highest eagle population of any of the continental states. So my inspiration has increased, not decreased. My new surroundings have given me new connections, new content, new confidence to create in this time of changing opportunities for us all. Yeah, 2020 has been a wild ride, hasn't it? But it's not that opportunities have gone away. They've just changed. A lot of people are doing things differently right now than they were doing before. But here's how this really impacted me. Knowing that I thought I had the perfect setup in Franklin, Tennessee, with the bronze eagle just outside my door. I mean, I was very intentional about getting that just right so that it was inspiring and motivational for me. And we moved down here thinking that I had left all that behind. But I began to question, based on the incident that I just shared with you, where else in my life have I stopped dreaming, convinced maybe this is as good as it gets? Now, that can be said in a very positive or a negative way. But I'm looking at other areas of my life thinking, wow, what is it that I've really adapted where I'm pretty content with that? And nothing wrong with that. But am I missing something that could be even better? So that's my Thanksgiving challenge for you. Are there areas where you've stopped dreaming, thinking that maybe this is as good as it gets? Maybe like you, you're settling for an inanimate eagle in your life when a little change in surroundings, even if you didn't think that'd be something that you'd enjoy. I mean, I resisted the idea of coming to Florida, quite frankly. It took me a while to get my head around it. And I felt like there were going to be compromises that would change how I worked lived and enjoyed every day. But now I'm realizing, wow, there are things here that I could have never experienced in Tennessee. What is it that you're looking at where you're questioning, is this as good as it gets? Hey, thanks for being part of the listening audience here. We'll be back next week with questions to inspire you, guide you as we unpack them together. But thanks for being part of this listening audience, this growing group of eagles, where we know without any doubt we can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable.